If you're looking for inspiration and challenge in the world of early years and Key Stage 1 education, then you've just found it. Welcome to the Early Excellence Podcast. Just before we get started with the podcast, I just wanted to let you know about our free Early Excellence Room Planning Service. If refurbishing your classroom is a high priority for you this year, then really our service is just for you. And we can come to your school or we can work uh, remotely with you. And we will create a, a design for your classroom space. So thinking carefully about the positioning of the furniture and making sure that each of those areas earns its place within the room. We'll work with you and your team to support and discuss with you the key thinking around creating a really inspiring learning environment and we'll help you get the most out of your indoor or your outdoor spaces. Um, if you want to know more about the service, um, do get in touch with us. Uh, so my email address is just andy at earlyexcellence.com. You can get in touch with me or there's lots of information about it on the Early Excellence website. Hello everybody, I hope you're well. Um, Andy Burt here. Welcome along to episode 27 of the Early Excellence podcast. Um, wherever you are, I hope you're well and looking forward to a really well-deserved break over Easter. Now, this week, what have we got on the podcast? Well, we're going to have a close look at continuous provision because it's a term that I think gets used a lot but isn't always necessarily understood. So, in this week's recorded piece, my colleague Luella Ivans explores what we mean by the term continuous provision and also the key principles to creating a consistent and enabling environment. So, here you go. Um, have a listen to the piece. I'll be back at the end with some key questions to get you thinking. Early years education is special and unique with its focus on child development, effective learning characteristics and that holistic approach. But it's this breadth that can sometimes be baffling to those who view early years practice from afar or perhaps haven't worked in early years before. In fact, the early years is so unique that it has its own terminology. Terms like enhancements and continuous provision are part of that language of early years practice, alongside other phrases such as less is more. If we're not careful though, the correct use of some of this terminology can become lost in translation. Let's take the term continuous provision. This is a term that's used a lot but it can have very different meanings when reflected in our own practice. So what is continuous provision and why is it so important? Well, continuous provision describes all of the different provision areas which are available for your children to use every single day. Within each of these areas of provision, there should be a core range of resources that children can use all of the time and they're available throughout the whole year. So planning effectively for continuous provision is crucial and it involves a consideration of the classroom layout and resourcing that will enable your staff to offer that breadth of learning possibilities to the children. Carefully planned continuous provision will enable children to learn skills, to challenge their thinking and to help them embed concepts. It should also provide the context for a variety of learning conversations between children and adults, 
with rich opportunities for modelling and extending speech and vocabulary. And it's within this learning environment that the children will also develop key learning attributes. So, if you're looking to develop your continuous provision, you'll need to start by reflecting on some key principles. Firstly, the importance of defined spaces. Children will be more likely to be engaged within your continuous provision areas if you create enclosed, clearly defined spaces. Creating provision areas in this way tends to lead to fewer distractions and it also provides the context for children to collaborate, form relationships and to communicate with one another as well. So as you create those spaces, think carefully about the layout of the room. Consider which areas are likely to work well together or alongside each other in order to promote mathematical thinking or perhaps those meaningful writing opportunities. As an example, we would always suggest having the block play and the small world area close together because children are likely to use the block play to develop a setting or scenery. And then if they have access to the small world area nearby, they're more likely to use the small world to develop the narrative further and then perhaps lead to those meaningful writing opportunities further down the line. So it's always worth thinking about those spaces that work well together or alongside each other and also thinking about how you can create those clearly defined spaces. And once you've done that, you'll want to think about your resourcing. The resources and materials within each area of provision need to earn their place based on the number of learning possibilities that they provide. Be careful though that you don't overload provision areas with resources, because if we do that, too many resources can lead to clutter and potentially a lack of purpose in children's play. If you are looking to review your continuous provision, on our website, we do have free audit tools that will help you to reflect on the possibilities offered by different collections of resources in different areas of provision. So that's definitely worth checking out. One thing to consider is the idea that consistency is key. And this is really important when it comes to continuous provision. Because once you've planned your classroom layout and you've thought about those so carefully selected resources that you're going to provide, you need to provide the consistency that sits alongside that. It's really easy to fall into the trap of changing a room around on a regular basis or rotating resources every half term, perhaps. If you are confident, though, that the resources and materials that you are providing offer that broad range of possibilities and have really earned their place in that area of provision, then allow the children to learn and develop by using them over an extended period of time. Changing resources around on a regular basis will not support children's independence and it won't lead to a progression of ideas. They need time to practice using those resources and to know where to find those resources as well so that they can return to them when they need them. And that leads us into thinking about how we store and present our resources to the children. A well-planned learning environment should encourage children to follow their own interests and to express their own ideas. So consider how you present those resources. 
Separate out your materials and resources into smaller containers or baskets perhaps, so that children can easily see what's available to them, so that they can self-select things exactly when they want them for their own purpose. So where appropriate, you might want to store some resources directly onto a shadow-backed shelf. And this works particularly well for storing wooden blocks and for tools and containers in the sand and water areas. But again, consistency is important for developing those independent learners. So definitely think about how you store the materials and resources and you want to be storing them in the same way every day so that children know where to access them and how to put them away again. So how your environment is planned, resourced, valued and used can impact positively or negatively on children's engagement, their independence, collaboration, self-confidence, and on their resilience and curiosity too. So keep in mind those key principles and remember consistency really is key. Okay, there you go. Lots to think about there. It's certainly a key area of EYFS practice. It's so important that we get that continuous provision right, forming the basis, the foundation of our practice, really, and providing the context for so many meaningful opportunities and interactions too. So I've prepared four key questions for you to think about in relation to continuous provision. First of all, do you have clearly defined areas of provision? Is it very easy to see those different corners and bays and what belongs there within your learning environment? Is it clearly defined? Secondly, is your learning environment well planned? So that you've thought about areas that relate to one another. So um, as Luella mentioned within, within the recorded piece, some areas work best together. So blocks and small world, paint and workshop, domestic role play near to where you've got a writing or mark making area. Those links are so important to get right. So that's the second thing to think about. Thirdly, do the resources in your areas, do they earn their place there? Have you thought about the quantity of resources so that you're not overloading the children with too many things? If we overload them, then tidy up time will be a nightmare. And also cluttered spaces are usually not great in terms of leading to high quality learning experiences. Okay, so that's the third thing, the resources and how many resources we're offering and the organisation of those resources. Which leads us on to the fourth question, and that is, are the resources stored effectively to encourage independence and also encourage children to return to their ideas and make plans? Are they organised really effectively in order that children can do that? Okay, so lots to think about there. I hope you found that useful. Now, this is the last podcast episode before we stop for the Easter break. So we're going to take a couple of weeks off um, over Easter, during which time we're going to be recording lots of new things, including interviews and all sorts of content as well that we'll be bringing to you um, during the summer term. So all that remains to be said is have a fantastic Easter break, everybody. Um, it's definitely well deserved and we will see you for the start of the summer term. <laughs>